very, very difficult to compare when it comes to our bodies. And I don't think that we should be running any races when it comes to our physical body, because ultimately your body is a vehicle that you're given for your life. It's not something that you need to compete or race against other people for. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. Hey, balancers, and welcome to another BTS episode. This week, we are continuing our series with rules for balanced relationships in different areas of our lives. Now, this is our fifth episode in a series. So if you haven't listened to the other ones and you're interested in how to have a balanced relationship with your fitness, your diet, yourself and other people, then go back and check out the other episodes. But today's focus is all on having a balanced relationship with your body. And this might be a bit of a duh statement, but when I say body, I mean our physical body. I remember hearing this great quote, or I guess thought once, and I, and I can't credit where I got it from because I don't recall for the life of me, but it said, imagine you were given one car for the rest of your life to drive around in. You would go so far, you would take so many extreme measures to make sure that that car was in tip top condition, that you really looked after it, that you washed it regularly, knowing that it was the only one you got for your whole life. And when you think about that and you think about how many cars you've had in your life, You can only imagine how far you would go to make sure that you maintain that vehicle. Well, the reality of that situation is your body is your vehicle for the rest of your life. And so just take a moment to think about how far you would go to really look after a car to take you from A to B. And when you bring that same analogy and understand that your body is this vessel that's taking you through life, that you don't get another one. It really serves as a bit of a wake up call and reminder as to just how important our bodies are. And so today I want to focus all on how we can have a balanced relationship with our body and make sure we nurture and take care of it so that it can take us through our entire lives in the best way possible. So let's get stuck straight into it. This is probably one of my favorite in the whole series because it's a really personal one and something that required a big mindset shift from me a couple of years ago. So rule number one is to focus on how you feel, how your body feels over what the scales and the measurements are telling you. Now, I want to tell you guys a little story to introduce this rule. It's one some of you may have heard before, so I'll keep it short and sweet. But basically, a couple years ago, I was training very, very intensely and I was participating at the time at one of the gyms I was training at in what they call in-body scans, which if you haven't done one before, it's a body scan that tells you what your body fat percentage is. So I was training week on week. I was optimizing my nutrition. I was really prioritizing my hydration and my sleep. I was even doing double sessions at the time. And every week or fortnight that I would go to do this in-body scan, my body fat percentage would lower. And I would take that as a positive sign that I was doing better, that I was hitting my goals. Now, what happened was on the very last scan that I did, I went into that thing so confident. I was feeling the best I'd ever felt. I was, I felt like I was peak performing in all the areas of my life. I felt like I had so much energy. I felt like I was super, super fit. And when I jumped on that scale and when I got the result, it spat out a number or a body fat percentage that was higher than the last two I had done, which on paper meant I had regressed in my progress. And when I had that result, 
stick out and stare at me. I really had to take a moment and tune into myself and ask myself if that number was reflective of how I was feeling. And the only honest thing I could answer was that it was not. It couldn't tell me how much energy I had. It couldn't tell me how content I was in all the areas of my life, how great my sleep was, how much I loved my body at the time. And so this rule stems from this experience. Now you can probably guess that I have not done an in-body scan since that date because for me, I was using a measurement of body fat percentage, which did not align with my goals and intention for fitness, which was overall wellness, overall longevity of my life and health. Whereas that result was just measuring my body fat, which had nothing to do with any of the things that I was trying to measure or achieve in my life. And I think for most of us, yes, we may have physical goals, that require scales and measurements. But I think the overarching goal is optimal health and optimal health should trump any number or scale. And it's an outcome that you feel. It's not something somebody else can tell you. And so my rule number one is to prioritize how you feel in your body over focusing on scales and measurements. Rule number two is to never speak negatively about your body. We wanna shift how we associate with our bodies, how we're talking to ourselves, shift so that we're always coming from a place of love. Now that doesn't mean that you're always going to be content and happy. I think anyone that claims to be happy 24 seven is a bit detached from the realities of life. But what I'm talking about is if you catch yourself having a negative thought or speaking negatively about your body, just pause, notice it, don't judge yourself for it. I think the way we've been raised and the way social media is, is almost a default state into thinking negatively about ourselves critically assessing every crease and angle or additional bit of skin or things that we're not yet physically. I think all of those things have almost become second nature to most of us. But rather than create more resent and judgment towards yourself about speaking that way or thinking that way, it's about noticing it and asking yourself, how can I reframe this to come from a place of love? And this is something you have to be very, very diligent with. It's not something that you're just going to practice one or two times and you'll be sweet for the rest of your life. It's probably something you're going to have to just always do because those negative thoughts are going to come and go. But if you pledge and make an intention right now, as of this episode with me, that you are going to take a moment of pause or notice those thoughts when they come up and reframe or shift them to come from a place of love every time they come out of your mind, you will slowly, slowly start to pivot and find that place of love for your body. Rule number three is to prioritize physical self-care. Now, I don't mean prioritize this over mental self-care. I just mean make it a priority in general. So I'm talking about hydrating, moisturizing your skin, looking after your skin, cleansing it, whatever, whatever it is for you, physical things that you do to look after your physical body. Remember I said if you had one car for the rest of your life, you'd probably be taking it to the mechanic, you'd be cleaning it, you'd be doing all these things all the time. So treat your body in the same way. Don't keep putting off that dentist appointment. Don't ignore little rashes and things that come up. Be proactive with your health and prioritize your physical self-care. And don't rush them either. Make them a part of your day-to-day flow and make them a priority. You're given one vehicle to experience life in, so you want to look after it the best way. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You can. Rule number four is a lot easier said than done, but it's do not compare. Just from a biological standpoint, we have such different bodies, genetics, and capabilities as a byproduct of that, that if we're comparing our bodies to somebody else, it's almost like you're competing in a soccer game and wondering why you aren't winning against people playing netball. It's just chalk and cheese. It's very, very difficult to compare when it comes to our bodies. And I don't think that we should be running any races when it comes to our physical body, because ultimately your body is a vehicle that you're given for your life. It's not something that you need to compete or race against other people for. So just notice if that's something you fall into. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to link an episode that I've done on comparisonitis, because as I briefly mentioned before, I think this pattern or this way of thinking is a natural extension of the way social media and a lot of the media outlets speak to us about health and wellness. So it's not your fault and it's not a moment to judge yourself, but it's something you should be a little more curious on, explore and pledge to call out. And as I said, if it's something you find you're doing a lot, comparing yourself, especially when it comes to your physical body or your capabilities physically, then check out this episode. I'm popping a link to it now in the show notes. So save that one and have a listen to it next. Rule number five is to regularly practice feeling your body. So I'm going to do something with you all now. And whether you're driving, walking, doesn't matter what you're doing, you can do this with me right now. And If you are stationary, please feel free to close your eyes. But obviously, if you're walking or driving, you can do this one open-eyed too. I want you to just feel the space at the bottom of your feet and just notice what that feels like. For me, this is quite a relaxing feeling. It feels like a little bit of a tingle, sometimes a bit of a warmth. It just feels quite light as well. But just notice if that comes easily to you or not. And one thing I've done over the years to practice and really, really hone in on feeling into my body are body scan meditations. So it basically takes you through head to toe, feeling into different parts and noticing the space throughout your body. And I think it's such an important skill to have because when you're feeling unwell or off or when we talk about having gut feelings, those are all things that come under the umbrella of feeling our bodies. And often we get so caught up in the rut of day-to-day life that we forget this skill or it's something we haven't, a muscle we haven't exercised in so many years that we're completely disconnected from it. And when we talk about being intuitive or listening to ourselves, I think this is such a fundamental part that underpins all of those concepts. And so if you found just then feeling into your feet was something quite natural and easy, then it could be that you're already in a place where feeling into your body is quite natural for you. But if you found it difficult, I really, really would recommend doing some body scan meditations. I personally use the Headspace app. I love doing the night one before I go to bed, but it's something you can just sit down and do. I find the guided one a bit easier, especially if you're not someone who meditates regularly, just having a voice and someone kind of guiding you through it. But it's something I would strongly recommend doing and getting comfortable with because I think it's such an important pretext to things like our intuition and our gut feelings and helps us really strengthen that relationship with ourselves and with our body. The last tip is one for the ladies listening, and that is to learn more about your menstrual cycle as a way to empower yourself. Now, I've done so many of these. I've had some incredible professionals and experts on from dietitians to naturopaths, all who talk about optimizing our lifestyle, whether it's your diet or your exercise. 
around our menstrual cycle. And I think this is such a powerful way to organize our time or even just understand our bodies because it's such a crazy thing that happens in our body every single month. And the more we know about it, the more we can empower ourselves to strengthen our relationship with our body. You know, if you're not aware when you're ovulating or what different signals or feelings in your body might mean at different moments in the month, then that's all information you can arm yourself with to really strengthen that relationship with your body, to know what's going on, to be able to feel into it. And I think that goes for whether you're regular in your cycle or not. So I'm going to link my favorite episodes, the ones that have taught me the most about my cycle, because I think it's such an incredible way to really strengthen that relationship with yourself and empower yourself with knowledge. So save and check those ones out if that's an area or something of interest to you a little bit further. But guys, those are my six rules for having a more balanced relationship with your body. I think it's such an important part of our lives, one that we probably don't speak about enough. And one I don't hear a lot of people talking about when it comes to things like our intuition, the longevity of our lives and all these things that our physical body is is key and integral in. So I hope you guys have gotten a lot out of today's episode. I want you to do me one favor. I want you to think of a friend Maybe it's your best friend, maybe you've got a sister or even your mum who would really benefit from listening to this episode on how to strengthen their relationship and feel more confident in their own body. Knowledge is great when we hear it, but it's even better and more empowering when we share it. So go on and forward this to someone that you care about. And if you're not linked up with us on social media, I've popped our links in the show notes below too. There are a lot of other episodes that I've touched on in this episode as well that are all linked there so if you want any further tangents or points off the back of today's show then go and save them and give them a listen as well but otherwise i'll see you all next week for another episode and we do have a couple more episodes coming up in this series of rules for balanced relationships in different areas of our life so stay tuned for those and i hope you enjoy the rest of your day or evening